Welcome to the Gateway to the Smokies podcast. This podcast is about America's most visited national park, the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding towns. This area is filled with ancient natural beauty, a deep storied history, and rich mountain cultures that we explore with weekly episodes. I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, a man of the world, but also with deep roots in these mountains. My family has lived in the Great Smokies for over 200 years. My business is in travel, but my heart is in culture. Today, we're going to talk about the Smoky Mountain Motorcycle Adventures. Uh, but first, a couple uh, sponsor messages and then some events that are upcoming that you might find interesting. First, Imagine a place evocative of motor courts of the past, yet modern and vibrant with a chic Appalachian feel, a place for adventure and for relaxation. Imagine a place where you can get fish in a mountain heritage trout stream, grill the catch on a fire and eat accompanied by fine wine or craft beers. Imagine a place with old-time music and world cultural sounds. There is no other place like the Meadowlark Motel in Maggie Valley, North Carolina. Your Smoky Mountain adventure starts with where you stay. Another sponsor is SmokiesAdventure.com. Smokies, plural, adventure, singular. The Smoky Mountains and surrounding area area is a vacation destination for all seasons. Some of the nation's best hiking trails, waterfalls, outdoor adventures, and family entertainment can be found right here in these mountains. Start your adventure by using SmokiesAdventure.com to explore all the wonderful features of the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. Trails, waterfalls, Caves Cove or the Elkar, and more. Then check out all the awesome family attractions and entertainment you and your entire family can enjoy. The goal of SmokiesAdventure.com is to become the leading information portal for adventures and experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains. Now some events coming up. Most of these events are at the Maggie Valley Festival Grounds, and it's now become the big festival seasons in the mountains in the Smoky Mountain area. April 22nd to the 24th is the annual Southeastern Mini Trucking Nationals. It's an open car and truck show uh, featuring food and vendors and, uh, and mini trucks, which are, are, are a hoot. Um, April 19th through May 1st is Thunder in the Smokies Spring Motorcycle Rally. This is a big a motorcycle rally. Rally happens about three times a year, and it's the largest and oldest Maggie, rally in Maggie Valley. And it's, uh, it's all day Friday and Saturday and half the day on uh, Sunday. And it's got tour rides, vendors, bike shows, games, prizes, concerts, fire dancers, and the latest bikes and pro- products on display and more. You can go to thunderinthesmokies.com to find out more. May 7th is a new event that I have, don't even know what it is. It's called Boho Hippie Fest. It's got live music performance arts, demonstrations, vendors, bounce houses, games, food trucks, and more. Uh, sounds like it's going to be sort of a bohemian uh, uh, arts and crafts show with lots of fun. So uh, I'm looking forward to checking that out. And then May 13th to the 14th is the um, KKOA Icons of Hot Rotting Festival. 
And this is going to be 1950s and 1960s hot rod and custom cars, and tra trucks and van event um, and for models that are that are older than from 1969. Uh, I have automotive and vintage vendors, pinstripers and food vendors, awards and trophies and all sorts of things. Now the metal arc, you know, we have the we have the Smoky Mountain, the Metal Arc Smoky Mountain Heritage Center, where we have lots of mountain heritage and music events. So in um, in May, uh, on on uh, May sixth through the eighth, we're going to have uh, Mother's uh, Mother's Day uh, events, uh, and it's going to have Mom's Moving Mountains and Mother's Mother Nature's Natural Garden programs with Nick Nancy East and Isla Hatter. Um, so first on the on the Friday night, uh, May six at seven, acclaimed author and wilderness survival expert Nancy East will be uh, presenting Mom's Moving Mountains, we'll, and she will share her experiences in the great outdoors as well as her amazing endurance hiking achievements. Um, this is she was just here doing a, a wilderness survivalist course. She's hugely knowledgeable, and she has some great adventures to talk about, show you pictures, things like that. Then on May 7th, uh, the afternoon will feature legendary wildcrafting expert and renowned author, filmmaker, instructor, and tour guide for the General Great Smoky Mountains National Park Elite uh, GSM Field School. It's Isla Hatter. And Isla is an expert on edible plants, medicinal herbs, and anything pertaining to wildcraft foraging and Appalachian plants, trees, and flowers. She's been featured a lot of stuff like television shows and things like that. Um, but she will be presenting her, her beloved program, Mother Nature Natural Garden, and, and leading a short tour of the grounds, identifying nature's bounty that can be found in our own backyards. And then we'll have a culminate with a free barbecue supper and music uh, on Saturday night. Uh, so reach out. And then on Mother's Day on the morning, we'll, have, uh, we'll be having cake and champagne for people as they're leaving. Uh, in the morning. So come reach out to metalarkmotel.com, call 828-926-1717 to find out more and to reserve your spots for these programs. Um, I don't know if everybody, if everybody knows, but one of the best motorcycle museums in the country, if not the world, is located right next to the Metalark Motel. And it's called the Wheels Through Time Museum. And it's home to the world's premier collection of rare American motorcycles memorabilia, and distinct array of unique one-off American automobiles. Um, it has a collection of over 350 rare machines comprised of 25 makes, including Harley-Davidson, Indian, Excelsior, Henderson, Pope, Yale, Crocker, Flying Merkel, and many, many more. It was, it was opened in uh, July 4, 2002 in a 38,000-square-foot facility. And now it's in its 15th year of operation. Um, and it's gotten worldwide media attention and brought hundreds of thousands of visitors to Maggie Valley. Uh, and it's, it's a unique display. It has events going on, thrill rides, and all the machines, all the machines run. Even the oldest, some of the rarest in the world have been made into working order. And every day, 
Thursday through Monday, they will actually get some of these different old machines running so you can hear how they sound, feel their vibrations, you know, feel like a part of it. And the, and the museum itself is a really wonderful experience because you're walking through something that's almost like a giant garage, but then it has art and automobiles that represents a representative of the times, right? Uh, and, and motorcycles representative of the time in the, uh, in the exhibits. Um, it was founded by Dale Walker, and uh, um, who has recently died, but his son has taken over, who's also an accomplished motorcycle uh, now, uh, expert and knowledge. So I recommend come and stay in the Metal Arc and going over to the Wheels Through Time Museum to get your, get your motorcycle on. Somebody knows about motorcycles, our guest today. His name is Chris Parker. Chris Parker is the owner and chief designer of Road Wolf Design. It's a creative design company based in Greer, South Carolina that he founded in 2007. His clients include Texas Pete hot sauces. Yay, I love hot Texas Pete hot sauce. Uh, Touring Sport, BMW, and many others. Chris is an avid BMW motorcycle enthusiast who has spent a large part of his adult life riding his bike in the Great Smoky Mountains regions and all across the United States. Now, Chris has partnered with the staff of the Metal Arc Motel in Maggie Valley to create a new event for, uh, for the, the, this prestigious group called the PMWRA Group. And that'll be May 12th through the 15th uh, in, at the Metal Arc Motel in Maggie Valley. So hello, Chris, how are you doing? Great, good to be here. Cool, well, we're thrilled, through your, we, we are thrilled you have, have you with us here today, Chris. And uh, we're, I mean, we're really just, I mean, I'm very excited to discuss your upcoming Rally in the Valley schedule for May. Um, and as well as you share your expertise in, you know, creating memorable writing adventures. So let's get started. Um, you live a, a relatively short, short ride from Maggie Valley. Where, when was your first trip to our region? Well, I've been up there so many times I've lost count. Uh, I've been riding in Western North Carolina since 2000. Uh -huh. so 22 years, easily hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of miles. And wow. through Maggie Valley, Waynesville area a lot because of the roads are just, they're epic. So, yeah. Are you originally from Greer or where are you from originally? Um, well, I was a Navy brat. I was born in Scotland and uh, moved around and then eventually made it to the U.S. But I've been living in the Southeast primarily since the mid-70s, hence the accent, mm -hmm. uh, and in South Carolina since 1981. So I've, I'm in the upstate of South Carolina, which when you explain to people South Carolina, they automatically assume you're from Charleston or the beach. And you have to remind them that there's the upstate, which is mountainous. It's at the foothills of the mountains of where you're at in, in North Carolina. So, yeah. Did you, uh, when you've been up visiting, have you got the chance to hook up with Mike Ogletree? He's our, he's our artist in residence and he was, he was born in Scotland and played with a lot of Scottish bands. Did you get to talk? Yeah, I, I met him, I met him last September when I came up to visit the motel and uh, his background, when I found out who he was with, I just, my jaw dropped, uh, Simple Minds. I mean, who doesn't know who that band is? And then he's from Scotland and um, he's got the accent. I don't, but uh, we did have a chat. He was a neat guy. Oh, good. Well, that's, I mean, yeah, that's, uh, you know, there's actually a lot of Scottish heritage uh, in, in the mountains, right? So, uh, yeah. you know, you, you probably find a little bit of that connecting up with people. And you should go by the Scottish Tartan Museum in, um, 
in, in Franklin. It's, uh, yeah, it's like, that's it's the greatest tartan collection in the world, I think. All right. It's pretty impressive. Uh, it is pretty impressive. You know, we had him out for the, the Burns Day um, celebration of Robert Burns and they brought some tartans and they brought some pictures and they did a whole discussion. So it was a pretty cool, uh, pretty cool opportunity to find more about it. And I recommend people uh, find out about that uh, museum because, you know, it's of all the many museums we have in the mountains, that's one of them that's, I think is pretty special. Hey, so I've talked a lot. So we have to take our first break. <laughs> and then we'll come back and we'll find more. We'll find, find out a little bit more about you and then riding BMWs in the mountains. Howdy, this is Joseph Franklin McElroy, back with the Gateway to the Smokies podcast and my guest, Chris Parker. So, Chris, how long have you been riding motorcycles? Uh, right at 22 years. 22 years. And did was a BMW your first one? No, it wasn't. Uh, I bought a used uh, Honda Pacific Coast um, and learned to ride on that and within nine months and about... 15,000 miles later, I moved to a BMW pretty quick and have pretty much stayed on them for the last 22 years. Now, Bob, Bob, for folks who don't know, uh, is involved in helping me put together these programs. He's also, Bob's pot, and he's also the general manager of the Smoky Mountain Heritage Center. So he told me you have a really unique story about how you obtained your BMW bike that you now, uh, that you now own. So what, what's that story? <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty long one, but I'll try to give you the yeah. two-second version. Uh, I had a mutual work colleague uh, call me, um, a, a friend of mine, last March 2021, who said that he had his father-in-law who was downsizing, and they were moving him from California to North Carolina, and he had an old BMW that he was trying to sell, figure out the value of it. He knew I knew bikes, BMW bikes, and showed me some pictures and I saw it and I was like, wow, that's a really nice 1998 BMW R1100GS, which is their on-road, off-road bike. And uh, it was in mint condition. And I saw the odometer reading on it and it said 13,191 miles. And I was like, wow. So I did my due, due diligence, gave him some pricing and one thing led to another. And um, because of uh, my interest in it, it looked like I was going to be the guy that bought it. And I did. Well, sort of. Um, in talking with the owner of the bike, uh, a guy by the name of Earl Heckscher, he uh, and I struck up a really nice friendship. And through a series of conversations and uh, circumstances, I ended up uh, getting a call from him when the bike was picked up from the local dealer in um, BMW dealer in Temecula, California. And they went over it and they said, God, this, this thing is a time capsule. It is mint. Uh, can't believe the condition it's in. And um, so in talking with them, we had struck up a deal that I would buy the bike for a really good price. And then he would pay for the bike to be serviced. And I just couldn't believe he was willing to do that. But once we got to know each other, he called me after the bike was uh, checked out by the dealership. And he surprised me with the gift of saying, Hey, Chris, 
why don't you pay for the service? And after you pay for the service, the bike is yours. <laughs> and I, I stood there in my, my uh, living room and I heard him say those words and I didn't quite understand what he was talking about. And he, I said, what, I don't, what do you mean? And he says, I'm giving you the bike. Oh, and wow. I'm like, why? And he said, well, I, I, I checked you out. I know that you're with the BMW Riders Association. You do the magazine. And then you had a deer strike in 2018 on your GS adventure and you, you, it almost totaled you, but you got back on the horse and you, you continue to ride and you're my kind of guy in terms of you keep riding and you, you'll take care of this bike. So I flew out um, with my gear in tow uh, and I landed in uh, Temecula and got the bike. It was exactly as you described and I rode it from the dealership to his place in Palm Desert, California. And I met him and I got to eat dinner with him and uh, spend the night and we had breakfast. And then I rode cross country on that bike from California to South Carolina in six days. Like wow. Miles. So it's, a, I'll never get rid of that bike. That bike is it's part of you. Bike. It's part of you now. Wow. So, you know, uh, I had uh, my interesting story was bikes. I never it was a big bike rider, but back in my youth, a friend of mine was getting married and he had a Yamaha 185, right, which is a dirt bike. And he said, "Well, I got to get rid of it. My wife won't let me have it." So I'm drunk at his bachelor party and I buy it, right? <laughs> I had it for about three years, and then I started to get married. He now is going through a divorce. We're at a bachelor my bachelor party, and he buys it back for me. <laughs> wow, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh. So uh, uh, meant for the single guy going out and taking a little adventure. But, you know, this uh, story of, uh, of a deer, what happened with that? What happened when a deer jumped out in front of you? Yeah, um, this was coming up on four years ago. I was actually heading to the BMW Riders Association's National Rally in um, Wellsboro, Pennsylvania. And I was going to do it in two days and stayed my first night at a really nice motorcycle campground that I love in Meadows of Dan, Virginia called Willville. And I had ridden, I, I don't like leaving at night, but my work day was such that I left late in the afternoon, which would have me arriving there late at night. And I had ridden about 260 miles with five more miles to go. And next thing I know, I'm crawling out of the ditch and wondering what happened and uh, trying to flag someone down to help me and I was my whole left side was on fire didn't know what I what had happened if I like passed out or well in this instance I found out with a guy coming to rescue me uh, telling me hey don't move help is on the way and I asked him what happened and he said dude you hit a deer oh wow like a 200 pound doe and I was airlifted to um, Winston-Salem I stayed there for two weeks, broke ribs, front and rear, um, sh shoulder blade, fractured it, and then broke my collarbone. And I lacerated my spleen, which they were able to repair that without removing it. And since then, been back at it. It was three months later, I, <laughs> you know, I was wondering if I was going to quit riding or if I was going to take a hiatus. And I knew that wasn't going to work because I was spending my wee hours in the morning on my computer looking at, you know, bikes, uh, <laughs> trying to figure out what I was going to get and return to. So 
Is that something that you can avoid? Is there, or is it just that? That's that's just one of those freak accidents. It was a freak accident. Plus, there are things that you can mitigate it, like don't ride at night or in the Uh morning. And then, of course, in the in the fall, with deer's running, um, they're out a little more than they would be throughout the rest of the year, and you just kind of get a feel for it. It's your spidey sense is going off, and you're like, yeah, I think I probably need to not be out. And I just ignored, I probably did, I did everything right in that I had all the gear. I wear full armor. I actually wear a neck brace when I ride, which is a preventative measure. And I was wearing it. And it's to keep you from injuring your cervical spine around your neck so that you don't have any. That's amazing. Cause you know, this sounds like from the accident that was expecting, you know, like spinal, but it was like all sort of, except for the spleen thing, sort of like super, you know, lack of better words, minor breaks, but I mean, they weren't minor, but yeah. they were, yeah, they were, uh, they were not in, you know, you didn't get paralysis and all that sort of stuff. So and yeah. your protective stuff sounds like it really worked. That's great. Yeah. And that was, uh, it was pretty emotional too, coming home after being away from my kids mm-hmm. for those two weeks. And I got home, I couldn't hug them hard yeah. enough, you know? Yeah. You know, uh, our, our mutual friend who introduced us, uh, Larry Schatz, had an accident not too far ago, and he's back up riding again. <laughs> yep, I actually ride with him fairly regularly, and uh, he's an amazing rider. How did you uh, meet him? Uh, he uh, joined um, a group of riders that I have been riding with for 20-plus years, and uh, he heard about us through um, social media, and then we actually met him on a ride several years ago and uh he was new to the area coming back well moved from new york city manhattan to uh near Asheville, and uh he was looking for like-minded riders and we met through facebook i think it was and then of course with that um we we've ridden many times with him uh he's just he's he's a fast rider uh, you know, an accident can happen, but yeah. also his skill level is is like I'm here and he's up here. Yeah. Uh, he does a lot of track days, so he's. Well, he he admits that he let his ego get ahead of him in the in his ride, and he was trying to keep up with somebody. He said, "I can't do that anymore." <laughs> he 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 said he he admitted that he he actually went against his training. So, yeah, that, that's uh, that's. Uh, you know that happens to everybody so but he's back on and he's riding again and i'm glad he introduced us yeah we're um yeah we you got your work you you uh work with bmw ra you, you also also you're on are you you're on the board and you also edit the magazine right um i'm not a board member but i am a uh a, a person involved with the club in two uh areas one of which for the last four years, I've been the art director for the magazine. So I lay it out. Um, I've been doing that since March, April, 2018. And then uh, the esteemed editor that uh, was under the most of those four years, John Flores, he uh, of New Jersey, um, an amazing uh, photographer and moto journalist, he uh, stepped down due to just his workload and uh, he let me know that in, um, I think it was November of last year. And I was like, holy crap, what are we going to do now? And he said, Chris, you should take it on. 
And I was like, editor? And he said, yeah, I think you do great at it. And so I'm, the, I'm now the editor of the magazine. My first issue was um, the March, April of 2022. It's been in the hands of the members uh, for about a month now. And I'm working on my second issue now that's going to the printer this week. So Congratulations. So can you, I, um, can you tell us real quick, real quick, also um, help out with related graphics that are outside of the, uh, the, the magazine too. Can you tell us, uh, you know, a little bit about what the BMW RA organization is? Well, it's a um, BMW Motorcycle Club that's been in existence since 1972. Uh, we are um, one of uh, two motorcycle clubs that are national, and we are actually under the international umbrella, the BMW Club Council out of Germany. Uh, BMW Motorrad is the motorcycle division of BMW um, AG. So everyone hears that, you know, there's cars, um, but they also make motorcycles. In fact, they've been making motorcycles longer than they have been making cars. And so we're a, an enthusiast uh, club that supports uh, the love of all things BMW motorcycles. Um, it's the Riders Association, and we just shorten it to RA, but everyone knows who we are. Cool. And you, you had your national rally in Haywood County this last year, didn't you? We did in Waynesville um, at the Smoky Mountain Event Center off of 209 uh, in August of last year. Cool. All right. Well, we I, I want to talk more about that, but we got to take a break real quick, and then we'll come back. And we'll talk about why you why why you guys decided to come to Haywood County. This is Joseph Franklin McElroy back with the Gateway to the Smokies podcast and my guest, Chris Parker. So, Chris, we were talking about the National BMWRA rally that was held in Haywood County, I think in September 2021. Uh, and I think you have, it has plans for at least 2022 and 2023, right? Well, definitely for 2022, there's discussions for maybe possibly returning a third year. We don't know that for sure, but um, hmm. right now I know that this coming uh, fall, it'll actually be later in the year. It'll be in September, September 29th through October the 2nd. Uh, All right. Same location. So same, same weekend as Elkfest. So um, why, why did you, uh, why did BMW RA choose Haywood County? Well, um, obviously there has to be several factors involved, one of which is a location that can accommodate anywhere from 1,200 to 1,500 people, camping and facilities for vendors. Uh, but really the ideal setup was the roads uh, because of the legendary roads that are within striking distance of that location. Uh, they're famous. It's, it's not just people in the United States that come here to the Southeast to ride these roads. I actually have a, a, a friend that is from Germany and he comments on the fact that these roads are of a nature of a quality that would go up against stuff in the Alps. Uh, they, they're, they'll, they'll fly here and they'll come to Western North Carolina, Southwestern Virginia, Eastern Tennessee, um, Northeast Georgia 
because of what's around you guys in, in mm -hmm. Maggie Valley. Well, you know, there's some real famous ones like with the tail of the dragon and the rattler and the copperhead. Is there any other there that you think are particularly famous that, uh, that it was, well, I don't want I don't want to announce them too much because then once you tell uh, them, <laughs> they're no longer your personal roller coaster. But right, there's some roads that uh, are they don't really have names assigned to them like the Rattler or uh, Deals Gaps, Tail of the Dragon, or the Moonshiner, which is uh, 28 going through um, parts of South Carolina and, and Western North Carolina. But I'll just throw out some names. Uh, North Carolina 281, North Carolina 215. Um, those are some pretty epic uh, roads that we'll actually have people pointing them to take when we have the event at your um, at the Metal Art. Mm -hmm. Well, you're planning. Um, so well, let, let's just you know, step back for a second. I want to talk about the plans at the Women Alert. But, you know, um, you would say that the national event, that, uh, it made sense to do a regional event here, right? Yeah. So the thinking here with the RA is, uh, so just a little background on the RA. It's a national organization. It's been around. We're celebrating our 50th year this year. And so the, the, um, the theme for the rally in Waynesville is going to be, 50 years of the ride attitude, R-I-D-E. Mm -hmm. And the RA is known as uh, just enthusiast uh, motorcycle club. The people that come to this event are riders. They, they put on serious miles. And coming to Western North Carolina again is just providing them an epic opportunity to um, enjoy these legendary roads and to have four days at the campground at the um, Smoky Mountain Event Center, um, doing, you know, hanging out, there's gonna be food and all that kind of stuff. And so the idea of them coming back, I know people, when they heard the announcement, they were shocked that we were coming back because they've never really done that before. But then I think the, the overall vibe of the reaction was, yeah, this is a good move. Because of, because of you know, you, you're from this area, you know what it's like. Yeah, right. And then, the, and then doing a regional one made sense as well, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, the question was why a regional event? In that the national rally is once a year, and sometimes people can't make that. So we, we're, we're opening up the possibility of doing these smaller weekend getaways. And uh, because of the connection with Larry and you and I, um, it was just assumed that it would make sense to do one in Maggie Valley even though it's close to where the national rally would be at a different time of the year. And then because of what I think is going to be a successful event at Metal Art with the registrations that we have so far and the, the reaction to this event, that they're going to do more of these. And so yeah. in, in September, uh, in the upper peninsula of, um, of Michigan, there's going to be an event that's sponsored by the RA that's going to be at a place called Big Snow Resort in Wakefield, Michigan. And then there's a possibility of one in Virginia, near um, uh, West Virginia and Virginia up in um, the Shenandoah Valley. So mm -hmm. we're, we're in early stages of that. Well, cool. Well, well at the Metal Arc, you know, we, we, you know, Maggie Valley itself is considered like the best motorcycle town in Western North Carolina because it's near all those famous roads easy access, big road to get in and out of, 
you know, it has a, it actually has a festival grounds that holds a lot of, um, uh, you know, trucking and motorcycle events. Uh, and the culture is very conducive to, you know, motorcyclists enjoying, um, you know, restaurants and everything is very motorcycle friendly. Um, you know, people do things like, you know, the motels do things like have, you know, motorcycle rags and little, um, little buckets right outside the room so they can clean and wash their motorcycles and stuff like that, which I think, that, you know, it's just a, it's a really nice environment. You know, and we're and you know we're putting together. So the people have stepped up in the valley. The big steakhouse, Jay Arthur's, is going to host all you guys for a big steak dinner. And then we have a pavilion where we're going to have live music featuring Mike Ogletree. You know, I think he's going to do a Simple Minds acoustic content concert, right? And, uh, and then we've opened up a new speakeasy, which you didn't even know about before. Where you know, in the, later in the evening, come in, listen to really cool music, and hang back and have a good nice drinks and things like that. So we're looking forward to it. Um, so, uh, but you are also also planning some things for the event. You were talking about a special ride you put together. Yeah, so uh, this is being, being the first uh, event that I've ever hosted, um, being the rally chair. We were trying to figure out a group of us who are behind the scenes putting the, the pieces together what we can add to the already uh, announced um, activities, you know, the dinners, um, the live music, uh, some of the vendors that are gonna be on site, that on the 14th, the last full day of the rally, we're gonna have the Rally in the Valley Challenge Ride. And it's gonna be a way to um, snag some extra door prize tickets, raffle prize tickets by participating in it. And so we've um, come up with a route that's going to be about 160 something miles that if you take it and you follow it and take proof of taking it by stopping at some waypoints, take pictures of you and your bike, and then we'll, you know, for each one of those that you stop at, we will award you an extra ticket for a chance to win some really awesome prizes. I'll, I'll tell you more about what those are looking like, right? Uh, but um, so that's a new, that it's not been announced until this podcast that we're planning on it. In fact, uh, this Thursday, uh, about four of us are going to do a test ride to make sure that the, the route that we've planned is of a quality. We've just been doing it via mapping software, and now we're going to go and test it on um, this coming week. How long of a ride is it? Uh, it's going to be about four hours. Uh, it's a loop that takes you northeast of Maggie Valley and it'll take you um, into um, close to the Tennessee state line. It'll snake around. Uh, some of the roads that you'll be on are 209, obviously, uh, North Carolina 63, which is at Trust. Um, mm -hmm. There's some dirt roads that you can take for extra bonus points. For those that don't know this, BMW has a line of bikes called GSs and they're the type of bike that once the pavement ends, you can keep going. So if you want to go down a forest road, we've got a few things set up in the in the uh, in the route. So that that is going to be uh, a new feature to the to the rally. And then um, I, I mentioned vendors. Uh, we have about five that are committed to showing up. The main one, in terms of what people would recognize, is uh, Wonderlic USA. They're a BMW motorcycle accessories company uh, out of Germany. And their North American headquarters is in Hendersonville. 
oh, wow. so, nearby and they're going to be there with their products, their tents and people to, you know, talk about what they offer for BMW motorcycles. Cool. And do you ever, besides, you know, people going out and riding, do you have any other planned activities for people coming besides what, you know, the dinner we've set up and that sort of thing? Well, it's going to be kind of uh, laid back in that with the way these guys, I'm imagining gals and guys come in, they're going to ride to the location and they're going to want to rest and relax. Mm -hmm. they're, they're on their own. There's a dinner Friday night and then there's a dinner um, Saturday night. There's also going to be continental breakfast provided by the Metal Arc in the um, overflow hotels that may be handling people will have access to that. Uh, but as far as anything outside of that, we will have um, a local uh, uh, vendor from Waynesville, Wayne Bush of America Rides Maps. His maps are epic. The BMW riding community and, and other motorcycle brands, uh, they, they love his maps. He's going to be on hand. And the talk is that he's going to be debuting a new app that he wants to have you know, be, to, to unveil at the event. We still don't know if that's a done deal, but he's going to be there on hand. Uh, and then the other thing, um, a good friend of mine who lives in Balsam, which is not far from Maggie Valley, uh, Hawk Hagaback, he is a guy, a moto journalist, uh, all around a good guy and a stand-up comedian. And oh, wow. He's going to be there on Saturday night at Jay Arthur's um, doing a, a a routine. Uh, yeah. He's uh he's written three books on riding in the southeast, and he's going to have them on hand to talk about and to help people out with, you know, where you, where do you go? You know, what what's 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 around here? And he knows all the roads. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you know, riding around the, the, these Smoky Mountains is just a joyous experience. You know, and there's so many places to go see. I mean, oftentimes you can just stop. Uh, spur of the moment and see a, a magnificent waterfall right <laughs> or you know you maybe walk 100 feet into the forest and boom there it is it's just huge right uh in fact we have one right up above maggie called soco falls it's right off the road you can you know people can go up there just jump out you know park and walk you know a few hundred feet and boom you're in this magnificent waterfall and, you know the mountains are known for those waterfalls so hopefully people can get uh combine outdoor road experience with a little outdoor adventure experience too right <laughs> and uh i'd encourage people to you know to to also if they want some relaxation time don't forget that there's fishing at the metal art you know you can put you can do some real trout we just had a fish camp and people were catching fish there you know nice rainbows and some brown trouts right there in the backyard and there's a little bait shop, tackle shop right up the road from us. So uh, hopefully they can experience, you know, a little bit of everything the mountain culture has. We're gonna have music and we'll have food and we'll have, uh, you know, waterfalls and riding the road. So um, I look forward to you guys coming here. So um, we're gonna take another break right now and come back, we'll finish up, um, talk about some of your favorite spots in the Smokies um anything else you want to mention some shout outs for things that uh, uh you want us to pay attention to
Howdy, this is Joseph Franklin McElroy back with the Gateway to the Smokies podcast and my guest, Chris Parker. So, Chris, you know, we got people listening to this and we're talking about uh, coming up motorcycling in the Smokies. And I think it's a great thing. But, you know, yeah, I think we should mention uh, just briefly, what are some safety tips for coming up and riding in the Smokies? Do you have some? Well, um, especially if you're riding in a group, ride your own ride. Uh, make sure that you don't, like we know a mutual friend, get in over their head. Uh, the roads here are pretty technical, but also you can ride at your own pace. Uh, there's some roads that are, like I think in the notes for this for this uh, podcast tonight, someone had said, what about the Terra Hollis Skyway over there near Robbinsville and Teleco Plains? It is 50-something miles of sweepers roads that are at high elevation, but they aren't as tight and twisty as Fields Gap. Uh, just be prepared to see a lot of traffic on the road and stay in your lane. Um, if you aren't sure of where you're at, just dial it down a bit. And uh, it's better to take a slower pace and arrive in one piece than to be a Ricky Racer on the road and end up in an ambulance heading to the nearest hospital. Um, and always, obviously, with the BMW crowd, typically they're known for wearing their gear. Um, we look like the Power Rangers set with our Gore-Tex uh, uh, outfits, our helmets, gloves, armor. You know, we tend to be one of the more uh, safety-conscious types of motorcycle groups out there. And uh, you'll see a lot of that. When you see us show up, you're going to, like, think we're, you know, uh, rejects from NASA's uh, space program. <laughs> well, how, how have you had that experience with the deer? How often do animals dart out on the road? Uh, it's, it's, it, it really is the law of averages. If you ride more like I do, you're going to see more of it. It's, if you're out as an occasional rider, you'll see it occasionally. But as you rack up the miles and you put on as many miles as someone like myself has, you're more prone to see everything from squirrels to rabbits to dogs to deer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I've actually seen a bear once. Yeah. Uh, okay, that'd be hard to hit. I mean, not hard to hit, but if you hit that, that's good. it would not be good. Well, you know, we get we get some big elk in Maggie Valley coming up that middle of that road. Sometimes so you have to watch out for that too. <laughs> but I don't want to. I don't want to let that dissuade people. From no, it's not that. It's not yeah. that prevalent, and you know, most of the time you can see it coming. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How about how about? How about other drivers in the Smokies? Have you found them to be decent or are they, are they swiveling their heads looking at stuff too much? Um, well, it's a mixed bag. Obviously, if you like to go at a brisk pace, it can be a bit of a irritant. But at the same time, you know, the rules of the road are what they are. You know, they're driving. They have as much right to the road as we and vice versa. Um, but in the fall, you you tend to see more of the traffic because of the leaf peepers, the colors changing in the mountains. So you'll see an increased uh, amount of traffic, especially if you're on like the Blue Ridge Parkway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's hidden gems that you can take once you start to know the roads in the area that will be kind of the, the traffic, the level of traffic will be less than some of the more scenic routes. Like I know people will talk about Deals Gap and I actually think the road to Deals Gap is a better road because Highway 28 from um, uh, Bryson City area 
Mm -hmm. uh, Fontana Dam is brilliant. Uh, and it, it's actually a, a, a less traveled road. And then 209, which you're familiar with, uh, the Rattler going to Hot Springs. Yeah, I love that road. You know, that that road, you know, it'll have traffic, but you, you know, you, you can you can get around it. You can manage it. Yeah, it's not that bad of traffic. It's, I mean, it, it is. There's some, it's too little, two lane winding road. And the only reason it gets backed up sometimes is just people are a little bit nervous coming down or going up it. But uh, for the yeah. most part, it's a pretty good, it's a pretty, yeah, I've gone through very busy times. And then Hot Springs is a, a little town worth stopping at. It's got some good food there and it's got the Hot Springs Resort. So, but you can usually jump into to get a little, a little spray. <laughs> well, uh, I'll add, I was tickled pink when they selected uh, Waynesville 209, the Smoky Mountain, Smoky Mountain Event Center. And um, I, I just laughed. I was like, these guys, uh, the attendees to the rally are going to leave the parking lot, the entrance, turn right, and then for 25 miles to Hot Springs. It's that was like, a perfect, that was a perfect <laughs> thing. Oh, right. It's like end to end. It was perfect. Yeah. Um, so that's good. And one thing I, I do want to mention to people is that, you know, in the mountains, especially in the summer, yeah, you know, we get, we have a funny weather. We're pretty dry, but then we'll, we'll usually just about five days out of the week, have a big thunderstorm pop up for about an hour and then disappear. Um, yeah. So you need to be aware that, uh, you know, you want to have uh, rain gear and be prepared for a sudden weather change when you're riding around, but it's not very long and it goes away real quick. Um, so, um, what are your, you know, I, I think that the Bearwater Brewery in Maggie Valley is a great place for motorcyclists to go and have a, a, a meal and, you know, be able to park and, you know, even sit out on a deck and just enjoy the ambiance of the mountains, right? Mm -hmm. Um, what are some other great places that you like to stop at in your motorcycling travels through the Smokies? Um, well, what a favorite of mine in my riding group, it's Epic, and it's, it's a, I, I imagine people that know the area, Franklin, North Carolina, there is a restaurant that's in a gas station called Cafe Rel, mm -hmm. uh, and I, I ate there for the first time five or six years ago, and it's a four-star or five-star chef from Atlanta who left the big city life. He was from Franklin and he returned back to his hometown and opened up this French cuisine uh, cafe, reasonable prices, but the food is amazing. Wow. And it's, a, it's attached to a hotspot gas station and you would not think that would be a place. That's and what's the name of the place? Cafe Rel and it's R-E-L and it's the abbreviation of the guy that owned it, Richard E. Long. I'm gonna have to go check that out. Uh, yeah, yeah if good. you go, they're closed on Wednesdays, uh, and they're closed Sundays and Mondays, and they and, only take cash. They don't take debit cards. Oh, so you have cash. know, well, if you, if you get a chance, if you go a chance to go to Wayne's, we'll go to Hazelwood Smokehouse, which is considered one of the one top twenty uh, uh, barbecue places in the nation. And uh, and for near nearby, I mean, there's a lot of restaurants in Maggie Valley that yeah. will have access to. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah. But a new place in downtown Waynesville is um, uh, Beach Mountain Diner. Oh, yeah, that's good. That, yeah. That's good. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Well, um, we're coming to a close here. I want you to do some shout outs where people can find out more about what you're doing or, or your club. And how, how can they find out more? Well, um, you can join the RA at bmwra.org. 
And then there's an events tab at the top that shows the activities of the club, uh, the National Rally. This one is called the Rally in the Valley, uh, and you can register there. We still have um, plenty of spots where we're going to take on-site registration last minute. Uh, there might be an issue with uh, you getting a meal if you wait to the last minute to register. And then um, we are also selling a t-shirt that if you want to get one, you have to uh, let us know by tomorrow and uh, you can get your name in the hat for a, hat, a shirt. So you can, you can join the club there if you're not a member. Oh, and important, you do not have to ride a BMW to come to this. We right. will allow anybody, <laughs> allow, we will yeah. accept and welcome anybody on any kind of bike. So don't feel like you have to have a BMW to be able to attend. Cool. And then what is your, uh, you might as well shout out your, for your design company's uh, website. Uh, it's roadwolfdesign.com, R-O-A-D-W-O-L-F design.com. Cool. And I'm assuming you also got some Facebook and that sort of stuff. People can look that up. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, thank you very much for being on the show. Uh, I'm looking forward to the event in May, and I think it's going to be fantastic. And uh, you've, you've, you've represented well. Now, this... Um, this program is uh, Gateway to the Smokies uh, podcast, and you can find it on facebook.com slash Gateway to the Smokies podcast. It's also on uh, the episodes are listed on smokiesadventure.com. There's a tab at the top that allows you to click into a listing of all the episodes uh, with uh, summaries and transcripts and, and video. Um, the, we are part of the talkradio.nyc network, which is a radio uh, network of live podcasts that happen you know, every day. Um, and I encourage you to look at them. There's small business ones, there's lifestyle, there's, you know, politics, there's uh, self-help, all sorts of different programs on this network. It's a good network to hear some great podcasts. Uh, it's talkradio.nyc. I have one, another one on this network called Wise Content Creates Wealth, um, which is about content marketing and AI. Uh, and that's on Fridays from uh, noon to one. And this podcast, Gateway to the Smokies, is always on Tuesday from six to seven. And I'll look forward to seeing you uh, next week. Uh, we'll have another great guest. Yes, it's uh, uh, a legend in this in the mountains. So look forward to uh, having you um, meet and hear him. Talk to you later. <music>